ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on Wisconsin On Demand is brought to you by Canopy Wealth Management, helping you achieve your financial goals with confidence. Canopy Wealth Management. Care. Competence. Clarity. It's not just a tagline. It's a promise. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started today. Happy to welcome in Jay Norvell, the brother, of course, of Aaron Norvell, and the head coach. Well, i got to ask him, actually. Jay, how do you pronounce? We were having the argument uh, before we, we, we jumped on the phone with you here. How do you pronounce the name of the university you coach at? University of Nevada. Nevada. You can, add, you can say Nevada, yes. If you can add, yep. you can say Nevada. So happy to welcome in the University of Nevada head coach, Jay Norvell, an Iowa alum, a Madison native, a lot of fun ties to this matchup between number 9 Iowa and Wisconsin. But, Jay, you've got a fun matchup in your own right this Friday night, yes, taking on do. UNLV. Aaron was explaining the history of the rivalry a bit uh, to me. How big is this game for you, Jay? Well, it's huge for us here at Nevada. In our state, we have we basically have two Division One universities, and the University of Nevada – we're in Reno. We're in the northern part of the state. UNLV is in the southern part of the state. And a lot of people don't realize, I mean, our school's been playing football for over 120 years, since 1898. And UNLV just started football in the 1960s. So we've been playing a long time. We've won a lot of championships here at Nevada. We've had a Hall of Fame coach named Chris Alt that was here, Coach Kaepernick and all those guys. So it's a huge, uh, huge Friday night um, state rivalry. We play for the Fremont Cannon, which is a Civil War replica. It's the biggest trophy in college sports hmm. of a rivalry game, and uh, it's a pretty awesome deal. The winner of the game gets to paint the, the cannon uh, the color of their school. So when we have it, it's it's blue, and when you know B has won it, it's been red. So. It's a big deal for us in the state. We, we're looking at a sellout crowd, so it's exciting times here in Reno. Yep, and it, it is the big. It's the biggest trophy in college football, too, right, Jay? I think the Fremont Cannon yes, is the biggest. Yeah, it's, uh, it's about, I gosh, it's about four hundred pounds. Yeah, it's, um, it's a replica of uh, John Fremont, who was traveling across Oregon and had this Civil War cannon, and so it's a, it's a replica. He went across Nevada. Northern California and Oregon, and and uh, you know had this cannon, and so it's a replica of that cannon, and and it sits in our office all year round, and and so we're pretty proud to have it right now. We need to keep it. Well, tell you one thing, Jay Bird, you guys got to keep that cannon. We know how big that is, and uh, yeah, they you guys got they had a chance to beat up on them pretty good last year in Vegas, so you know they're going to be ready. But I know you, Jay, are going to have them ready. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's one of those deals. Whenever you play rivalry games, you pretty much throw the the records out, and they they haven't been winning. Uh, but it doesn't really matter. This is this game could make their season. It's our state championship, and whenever you play for a big trophy like that, it's um, you throw all the records out. So yeah, we've been working really hard to be ready. Good deal. Speaking of rivalries and uh, a couple other universities, other than ones that we were just talking about. How about the University of Iowa, Jay, where you went? And I got a chance to see you all those great years. You went down there and played for Hayden Fry and Alvarez. How about the University of Iowa coming in here to play the Madison, Wisconsin, uh, University of Wisconsin Badgers? But let's talk about October 12th. 
October 12, 1985, when a kid from Madison, Jay Norvell, slips away from <laughs> Madison, goes to Iowa City. October 12th, you guys come in here. You weren't one, number one at that time, but you guys bounced around uh, in the number one rankings that whole year. But you ended up uh, putting, a, putting, a, putting a whooping on the Badgers there. You had two interceptions. Uh, talk about what it felt like to be a native of Madison, us growing up, going to Badger games. Dad played there. What was it like coming into Madison that that, that day? Yeah, well, and I'm sure people are aware with you being on the show there. I mean, we grew up in Madison. My our dad played there in the 60s and played on two Rose Bowl teams. And so I grew up in the south end zone of Camp Randall Stadium. I tell people that all the time. I could tell you every single routine that cheerleaders have. I know when the tubas are coming <laughs> tubas. around. I could give you every song that's played through the game. And so um, – you know, and I, I was fortunate to go to Iowa around some great people. I went there in 1981, and Iowa had never won in 20 years. And mm-hmm. I just did, uh, you know, uh, Bar- uh, Barry Alvarez, Dan McCarney, Bernie Wyatt, and a guy named Howard Sissel recruited me as, long, as well as Hayden Fry. And uh, we had some great years there. The first year we started winning uh, with a great coaching staff. In 81, beat Nebraska and UCLA. And then, you know, my senior year, we had a great team. Uh, You know, know, uh, Chuck Long was a part of that team, Ronnie Harmon, uh, Dave Haight. We had had, uh, Mike Haight. We had three first-round draft picks on that team, and we were ranked number one in the nation for seven weeks. Yep. And so, um, and then coming into Madison, you know, the Badgers just had some great, Great players and Joe Armentrout yeah. and Paul Gruber and you know NFL uh, players and it was always a physical physical game so it was a big thrill for me coming home being in front of the you know, hometown and and family and friends and and having a part in that game having a couple interceptions uh, it was a it was a great thrill and a dream come true and you know we went on to 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 win the Big Ten that year and represent the Big Ten in the Rose Bowl and and uh, just came up short against UCLA and, and really had a chance to win the national championship if we would have won. We were, we went uh. into the Rose Bowl ranked third, I believe, and, and um, you know, a couple teams got upset. If we would have won, we, we had a shot at the national championship. But that was a great thrill coming to Madison and playing a really good Badger team. Fascinating story. Joined here by Jay Norvell, the head coach at the University of Nevada. As mentioned, Jay, right, an alum of Iowa, but you really started, you know, you were a graduate assistant at Iowa in the late 80s. Then you flip over to coach at Wisconsin from 89 to 94. Now, if my math serves me correct, you were an assistant coach at Wisconsin when that guy right there, Aaron Norvell, was playing. (laughs) Now, I know you didn't coach him directly, but what was Scrappy like as a player? Well, I tell you what, it was, you know, life has a lot of twists and turns. And, and um, you know, Aaron started by going to Iowa as a walk-on. That's right. He went on, went to Iowa, and uh, because of his health issues, um, they, they failed his physical. And so he came back to Wisconsin and played, earned a scholarship. And then it just so happens that Barry Alvarez gets the job. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was at Notre Dame. And then, you know, all the guys, you know, Dan McCarney, Bernie Wyatt, all these guys that um, and myself all came to Wisconsin. And and Barry really 
you know, really installed a great work ethic, you know, sacrifice for your teammates, um, built the program on all those qualities. And, and Aaron was just a, a, a great physical player, uh, <laughs> always played his heart out. You know, I, I was coaching special teams, and <laughs> to this day, he's got the biggest hit ever on kickoff. Uh, I think we were playing <laughs> Iowa State. Uh, Iowa State scrap when you you went down and knocked that guy out, and it's the best it's the best hit I've ever seen on kickoff. <laughs> but he was a great linebacker. Um, just you know, him and Gary Casper just really took on the the great qualities that Coach Alvarez and Cosgrove and Carney and all those guys put into place and and that's really where you know all those great qualities started you know when Barry came in and and so those guys you know Aaron was on the very beginning of that yep. and those guys made a great contribution and, and basically set the foundation for what you see today in Wisconsin football. Well, you know, thanks for saying that, Jay. I appreciate that. We had some good times back then. I wish I I could have had one more year of eligibility to be on that 93 team to be in the 94 Rose Bowl. But that segues yeah. into me. There's so many teams that you have coached in. What team do you think, I mean, do you see, what team do you think would have won between that 94 Rose Bowl team and your 85 uh, Hawkeye team? Eight. Well, that's a great question. You know, um, I mean, there were a lot of great players on both teams. Um, you know, obviously we had Daryl Bevel at Wisconsin mm-hmm. and Lee DeRamis and Brent Moss and Terrell Fletcher, just some great, great Badger players. And, and um, you know, and then the Iowa team had, you know, Chuck Long. Chuck Long was a, was a second in the Heisman battle with Bo Jackson That's of right. all the people to lose to. It was the closest <laughs> Heisman race ever. And so, you know, Chuck was a great quarterback. You know, we had Ronnie Harmon, who was a first-round running back at Iowa. And I already mentioned Mike Haight was an offensive lineman, first-rounder. Uh, Larry Station. So just some great players on both sides. That would have been a great game. It's hard to say who would have won, but it would have really been a great game. And great players on both sides. Uh you know, it's always a physical, physical game when Iowa and Wisconsin play, and it's it's really it's one of the best games of the season. Doesn't matter if it's in Iowa City or Madison. Um, it's just a great atmosphere. Fans are awesome. Physical, physical game. You know, it's always going to come down to you know mistakes and turnovers and and who's really dialed in that day. So. Should be a great game this weekend. Yeah, Jay, with you playing Friday, I imagine 11 a.m. on Saturday, our time, 9 a.m. your time there in Nevada, you'll have the Iowa-Wisconsin game on your television? No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. I'll, have, I'll be sitting in my office watching it for sure. <laughs> the um, I wanted to ask you this question, Jay Bird. When you came in here and had those two interceptions, and then, you know, obviously you led the Big Ten in interceptions that year for the University of Iowa. Um, who's faster? Paul Gruber that ran you down or the <laughs> offensive lineman from Iowa State that ran you down? Who do you think's 40 times is faster out of those two guys? Paul Gruber or the offensive lineman, I don't know his name, who ran you down at Iowa State? Yeah, Gruber. Yeah, Gruber. Uh, you know, they threw the ball to the flat, and uh, and I picked it off, and I was running, and Gruber pushed me out of bounds. So Gruber always is teasing me about it. He was faster than me. And uh, – I don't know. I guess we'll never find out. I guess you got to check Gruber's forty time in the combine and and uh, <laughs> to settle that score. 
toughest toughest place could be could be as an assistant or as a head coach. Toughest place in college football you've had to coach at. Toughest stadium. Well, my favorite, uh, and it and it really came down to the circumstances. I mean, when I was at Oklahoma, we played uh, Florida State, and uh, we were ranked number one, and I think they were. They were in the top five, I think, and, and it was an unbelievable atmosphere. I had never played at Florida State before. and um, I remember that but game. But the way that they, they drove that crowd into a frenzy with, uh, with the Seminole Warrior on the horse, and they just played it up so much. And then that thing just kind of prances around in the end zone, and, and then they finally work the crowd into a frenzy, and it comes running up to the 50, and that guy throws a spear at the 50-yard line. That was the most amazing atmosphere I've ever been a part of in coaching. And uh, Wow, even um, over the that's Oklahoma? A tough, that's, a, that's amazing. But, you know, playing at Ohio State yeah. um, was special to us and our family. You know, my dad, yep. you know, uh, lost some tough games at the shoe and – you know, my senior year, we were ranked number one, and we lost at the shoe. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, and, um, you know, that was a tough loss. You know, we always had some really tough games, you know, at Wisconsin at the shoe. Uh, I always thought that was on the road in the Big Ten was um, was probably the, the, the pinnacle of places to play at. Michigan was never that loud. Yeah, you know, that's right. Michigan had a hundred thousand, but it was never that loud. Goes up, and uh, not like not like Ohio State, and um, so you know those are some awesome places. Uh, the Big Ten's got so many great stadiums and environments to play in, and certainly you know Camp Randall is is right at the top, and and Iowa's different. Iowa's like the Wrigley Field, you know, of of college football. It's just such a unique environment with the fans so close it's it's got its own it's got its own personality so um but all those are great places uh, i thought you were going to mention the oklahoma texas that that i got a chance to see you beat oh my lord that's the most unique and that's probably Mm -hmm. my favorite just just because you know you you go in to the texas fairgrounds second week in october and there's there's literally probably eight or nine hundred thousand people in the fairgrounds and then uh inside the game you have almost a hundred thousand and you got half of the stadium is is uh is crimson and cream oklahoma and half the stadium's burnt orange you know if you score a touchdown in one end zone nobody stands up you stick, score a touchdown in the other end zone everybody's going crazy so that's a really unique atmosphere um but these rivalry games, uh, it's what, what makes college football great. And, you know, I'm a traditionalist. I love the traditional rivalry games. And, you know, those are just a couple places. You know, it's, I've been really fortunate. I've, I've coached in the Super Bowl mm-hmm. in 2002 with the Raiders, and I coached uh, the national championship in 2008 with Oklahoma against Florida. And um, But, I mean, those rivalry games probably are the funnest to coach in. And not only coaching, Jay, you've coached so many great players, so many great receivers. You wrote a book called The Complete Wide Receiver. Is there any, can you name your top three wide receivers you think? I don't know if you want to name the best wide receiver. You got a great one right now with Romeo Dubs, but who do you think the top three best receivers you've coached at, you know, college and pro? Oh, gosh. <laughs> you know, I, you know, Mar- for, for me personally, you know, I had Marvin Harrison, 
when I was at the Colts for four years. And I had Marvin when he was young before he made the Pro Bowl. He made the Pro Bowl uh, his first year that I was there. We drafted Peyton Manning. You know, Marvin's a Hall of Famer. So for me, Marvin would have to be at the top. You know, I was with the Raiders and we had Jerry Rice. I did not coach Jerry personally. I was a tight ends coach. But obviously he was an amazing player. You know, and then Reggie Wayne. I had Reggie Wayne. We drafted Reggie, and I had him as a rookie. Um, But all three of those guys are Hall of Famers. Um, You know, I had Ryan Broyles and Kenny Stills and Sterling Shepard in college. and They were all all Americans and all went on and had great pro careers. And and so those guys were some of the great ones. And I got a great one now, a kid named Romeo Dubs and, you know, a lot of people haven't heard of him. He's the best player in our conference. He had, he had 189,000 catches. catches on Saturday night, Jay. <laughs> I mean, I think he set the yeah, record. He, he, he tied he tied our school record. He had 19 catches wow. over 200 yards receiving last week. He <laughs> tied uh, Nate Burleson's record, who's another great Nevada alum who's on, you know, he's on uh, the NFL Network and TV in uh, CBS, CBS yeah. now. Yeah, but he's 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 going to be a draft pick. He'll be. He'll be a, a, a an NFL receiver, and he's 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 the one we're coaching right now. That's pretty special. The, uh, well, uh, you know, you got the Iowa Hawkeyes coming in. I, I, there's so many questions I got to ask, but we know you, you're busy, and and I got to get back to sell some cars. <laughs> the we know that Wisconsin's got the better fight song, but <laughs> than Iowa, right, Jake? We, we we can imagine, we can agree on that. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> He likes the tubas, Aaron. Remember, right, right. Yeah. right. Yeah. We got yeah. we got the six and one Hawks coming up here, a little beat up after losing to Purdue, uh, four and three Badgers. We've turned it around a little bit. I'm just curious. I don't care who you think's going to win. I want to know seriously who is Jay Norvell cheering for? Yeah. No, I mean I'm 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 a, I went to Iowa. I'm a Hawkeye. You know, I always I always pull for the Hawks, and and but you know I grew up. And at Wisconsin, I always loved the Badger program, and uh, and so, you know, I I got good friends. Paul Chris, a good friend of mine, all those guys are. And so, you know, it's always when you get to this level and you you have so many allegiances and people that you know and really respect. Uh, you know, it's it's a game that has to be played, and uh, you know somebody's going to win, somebody's going to lose. But I mean, I'm I'm a Hawkeye. I I I played at Iowa. Um, you know, I owe a lot to the University of Iowa, all the great people that I've that that have helped me uh, be where I am today. You know, the the Barry Alvarez's, the Dan McCarney's, yeah. the Hayden Fries, you know, the, the Bill Snyder's, all those guys. You know, Kurt Kurt Ferentz was our line coach. He was a 25 year old line coach in 1981 when I went to Iowa. He was one of the youngest line coaches in the country, and now. Now he's the all-time leading coach, uh, winningest coach at Iowa. So, um, you know, I owe I owe a lot to them and, and to Coach Fry. He saw something in me and believed in me. You know, and, and Coach Alvarez did the same thing for years. He, you know, he saw something in you, Scrap, and and believed in you. And so you gotta you gotta you gotta have allegiances to those people that, that have done so much for you. And and uh, so I don't know. I guess that's a long-winded answer. That's a great question, answer, though. But, Scrap Senior, by the way, you everyone needs to know all that you you are the original Scrap. I, I, you know, Coach Alvarez came here. And yeah, said, you know what? Yeah. Actually, you know, Coach Alvarez, I was his GA, and and he was the one that actually p- pinned me with that. 
that name scrap. And then obviously when we went to Wisconsin, you were scrap too. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I used to fight and practice all the time. I was on scout team. I hated it. <laughs> just like me. And so they just, they just pinned me with that name because I was always scrapping and fighting and practice. That's awesome. That's awesome, Jaybird. Well, anyway, there. I, I I'm very excited about uh, this Iowa game. Hopefully, you guys you can wake up with a big smile on your face after uh, you get after it on Friday night against uh, against UNLV. And uh, you got to be feeling pretty good about it, though, even though it's a rivalry. Yeah, we're excited. You know, we, I'm kind of glad we're playing them on a short week. Uh, you know, we we play them Friday night, so we had one less day of prep. But, the, you know, it's a it's a rivalry game. You know, certain games, you don't need to tell the players much. I mean, you know, they know why they came to school here to play their biggest rival, to win win the, the Fremont Cannon here in the state of Nevada. And we'll have a great crowd. It'll be, um, you know, I think it's going to be a sellout. And, and uh, our people are excited here. And so a lot of excitement here in Nevada. And we're pretty proud and, and ready to go. Our kids are really excited to play. What's one thing you like uh, the world to hear? What, what, what? Like, you know, we're over here in the Midwest and people back east. What, what, what would you like to say about the Mountain West that people don't know about? Unbelievable conference. I mean, especially this year. I mean, we we got great teams. Uh, Fresno, you know, beat beat UCLA. Um, you know, San Diego State uh, beat two pack Pac twelve teams. Beat Utah and beat Arizona. Uh, we beat Cal. Um, we got a really talented conference. It's a great, great conference uh, with great coaches. You got Air Force in here running the triple option. We're an Air 8 team. We throw the ball all over the lot. We threw it 61 times last week. Um, and you got everything in between. Fresno's a great team this year. Uh, San Diego State's a great team. We got Colorado State, Air Force, Boise. You know, we had a big win at Boise. We beat Boise up there first yes. time in 20 years. Yes. So it's a great conference. Very exciting. A lot of great players. You know, a lot of a lot of great players go on to the NFL from our league. You know, Josh Allen, the quarterback the Buffalo Bills, played at Wyoming. Uh, Derek Carr played at Fresno, the quarterback for the yeah. Las Vegas Raiders. And then we got our kid is is ranked as high as anybody coming out in this class. Uh, Carson Strong, he's yeah. on pace to throw for over 4,000 yards. Um, he threw, he was 49, 49-61. He was the first quarterback in over 20 years to throw for 80% in a game Wow! with over 61 attempts, with over 60 attempts. First quarterback in college football in over 20 years to do that. Wow. And so he's an amazing player. He's leading the league in passing. We're I think we're third in the nation in passing right now. So we got a, there's a lot of quality teams in our league. And, uh, you know, I know we're, we're late night. We're, you know, we're late night ball. We're usually, our games are on about nine o'clock <laughs> your time, nine thirty. So we're the, we're the last games of the day. But if you, if you can get a nap and stay up and, uh, stay awake long enough, uh, you'll see some great football from our league. Definitely love staying up late. Coach, really appreciate the time. Before we let you go, I know Scrappy said he doesn't doesn't care. I do. Who are you rolling with? You can hedge because your brother knows a thing or two about hedging. But uh, Iowa-Wisconsin, who do you think wins Saturday? Well, you know, I I know you guys are doing the Badger Channel. But, but um, you know, I, I, it's, it's really a tough game to pick, to be honest yeah. with you. I think the Badgers are playing a lot better. Um, you know, they're finding themselves. They're prideful. 
you know, and I know Coach Chris uh, did have those guys prepared, you know, and I know the Hawks are, you know, they've stubbed their toe, they were rolling, and now they want to get rolling again. So I just think it'll be – it's always a pick em game. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm a Hawk. I got I to gotta pull for the Hawks. <laughs> I and, love it. And, uh, you know, and I always have a soft spot for the Badgers as well. So, you know, it's, it's, it'll, be a, it'll be a great game. I know that. It'll be a physical game. It'll be a great game to watch. That's Jay Norvell, head coach at the University of Nevada, former Hawkeye, a Madison native. Jay, really awesome to hear all your insight and a little little brotherly uh, uh, yeah. shindig going on here. I love you, man. I appreciate it. I miss you. I miss I miss coming out there. You know, think life's life's brought me to the Midwest, but I, I miss you and I love you. I appreciate this opportunity, old Jay Norvell and Aries like me. March twenty eighth. I love you, brother, man. We miss you out here. You know, my brother used to wear these checkered blue and white silver <laughs> pants. You know, like. Like uh, like like the golf guys, but they love you here in Nevada and uh, proud of you with everything you guys are doing and uh, love you, brother. Good luck this weekend. 